0: You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs, six to one. The Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Belize the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three, called. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked on the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Paddock with the Dallas Morning News, and it's trade deadline day. I am recording this at around 4.30 Central Time. We are an hour and a half almost past the deadline. I think we've gotten all the deals in. I'm not sure. Main headlines, Lance Lynn's still a Ranger, Joey Gallo's still a Ranger, and I've got some huge freaking questions. But before I can get into that, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Now, you guys know Built Bar, but do you know the new Built Bar they've got 18 amazing flavors. Six of them are new flavors. They've got Camel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia. Love love a good pun. Absolutely love a, a good pun in a good bar. Um, lemon Almond Cheesecake Carrot Cake, Apple Almond Crisp. Man, they have literally the most delicious tasting protein bar I have ever had. And I'm not just saying that because they paid me to say it. It is true. It's absolutely 100% true, and they are healthy. They are great for the health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. I am on uh, a diet right now trying to maintain my health, um, you know, quarantine. Uh, I'm sure we've all gained a little bit of weight in quarantine, but uh, Built Bar is here to, to give you something to fill you up and taste delicious and also, you know, be healthy for you. Um, so, Built Bar has a special offer for our listeners. You can get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. I'm not sure if they're still there. Um, it, it looked like they were only last week, but maybe they still got some. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, all one word, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code locked on, all one word, for $10 off at builtbar.com. Now, here we are, the Rangers... Basically stood pat at deadline day. Um, they did make a couple of trades. Mike Miner is now at Oakland A. Um, he was traded for two players to be needed later. Outfielder Marcus Smith, who was a third-round pick in 2019. Um, the scouting report on him is he is super fast. He is a smart hitter. Um, he can play center field, and he handles the bat well. Um, also, Dustin Harris, who was an 11th-round pick in 2019. Um, think Josh Young-Light. Um, he can play corner... Um, both corner um, infield spots. He's more of a first baseman slash left fielder now, Um, but he's um, a right-handed hitter, um, really knows what he's doing at the plate, hasn't quite had the pop that they would like from him yet, but, you know, he was just drafted in 2019, so let's give him a a hot minute. Um, Based on the people who I've talked to in the industry, that is a good haul for a rental year of Mike Miner. He had struggled basically all year. He only had, like, Two good starts, and one of them happened to be the last start against the Dodgers. He went six shutout innings. looked really, really good there. Showed he could look like what he was um, last year when he was probably one of the five best pitchers in baseball for the first half of the season. Kind of fell off in the second half, but, I mean, it was only his second year as a starter since... 2014. It had been so long since he had been a starter consistently, but now he is in Oakland. Um, the Rangers got a decent haul. He was going to be a free agent after this year anyway, so I like the deal to get him um, sold. I'm surprised they didn't try and sell him last year. Um, they didn't like what they were getting offered in return, and apparently that's that's what happened again this year. Um, now, let's let's get to our main story of Lance Lynn still being here. I I have a problem with it. I'm not happy with John Daniels. I have been a John Daniels stand for a long, long time. I have overlooked some of his mistakes because he's made some really smart decisions. He built the only two teams to go to the World Series in Rangers history, the only two teams to ever win a playoff series in team history. He is the best GM in franchise history, bar none. There is no question. He did a phenomenal job tearing down the Rangers back when he first took over. Um, the Teixeira trade was one in a million. Fantastic trade. Absolutely fleeced the Atlanta Braves um, and got three three all stars, three bona fide all stars Ellis Andrews, um, Natalie Feliz, and Matt Harrison um, in that deal. Also got Jared Saltelmachia, who I believe was an all star at one point in his career, if not for Texas, then for somewhere else. Um, but yeah three guys that were really a part of the Rangers' core that now you couldn't foresee Neftali Feliz kind of falling off a cliff. But Matt Harrison was a really, really solid starter for several years. Andrews is still the Rangers' starting shortstop, which we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, But he has done a poor job last year, and he thought this team could contend faster than it could. Granted, they won... Uh, two division titles in 2015 and 2016 um, by absolutely going for it. The trade for Cole Hamels um, was really an all-in move, and uh, none of those prospects has really turned out to be anything that's that uh, concerning that you're really that hurt that you give up on, except for Jorge Alfaro. He is proving to be a very capable major league catcher in Miami, and good for him. Proud of him. Good for him. Um, But the Rangers right now have Jose Trevino, and he is hitting and doing well, and they're not missing that that much. Um, and they really needed Cole Hamels in those two years, but last year they decided not to sell Lynn instead go this year and get two players to be named later, which don't worry too much about the players to be named later thing. I'm pretty sure, um, there's gonna be a lot of players to be named later in this trade deadline. I haven't gone in research of every other trade, um, just kind of the main trades to see. Um, but right now, it's looking like that's going to be a lot since there is no minor league baseball, they might want some more time to go scout and talk to people and get second opinions uh, on who they actually want um because, you know, baseball is weird as heck um right now. But um Robinson Chirinos and Todd Frazier are Mets now. They were traded at the de- like right at the deadline. It didn't come out until I think like 17 minutes after um but Chirinos Um, was traded, I believe, for one player to be named later, and the Rangers threw in um, $360,000 in that deal. Um, Todd Frazier, I don't know if you know this, he's a a New Jersey guy, um, and he used to play for the Mets. I don't know if you knew that. He also played in the Little League World Series with the New Jersey team. Um, Yeah, literally everyone's talking about it. It's been talked to death. Whatever. Um, They're going to get a couple of players to be named later from the Mets there. Um, Hopefully you can fleece the Mets into overpaying because – They think they're contenders this year. And you know what? The NL East is so weird and wide open. They actually kind of are. So good for them for going. Um, I think those made the most sense of the guys who I would be really pissed if they were here. Todd Frazier was like first on my list. Um, Robinson Chirinos, as much as I love him, if you can get something for him, then go ahead and do that. Same with Mike Miner. Same with anyone that's on a one-year deal. Um, I'm a little surprised that Chu wasn't dealt. But the Rangers really, really love having Shinsu Chu around, so that makes sense. Um, but let's get to Lance Lynn. There was a lot of interest. This was the best pitcher the Rangers have had since Yu Darvish. It's not even particularly close. He is leading baseball in innings pitched right now. He's top five in strikeouts, um, top five in ERA as well, um, top five in win probability added. Um top 10 in adjusted era plus the guy has been a hoss he is a the most consistent pitcher in baseball i've said it again i will say it um another time eventually in the future because he's going to be here through the end of this season now do the rangers explore a trade for him in the offseason maybe but i am really surprised that he is still here um it seemed like the talks where the dodgers are really heating up um late down the stretch dodgers still have a lot a lot of young talent had a lot of young talent. Um, and they have some real issues with injuries right now. Um, Walker Buehler is out with injuries. Um, they've had other injuries to their starting pitching. It's It's been... Um, they just need somebody in the middle to stabilize everything. Um, because as good as Destin May has been, um, and as good as Clayton Kershaw has been, there's still been some inconsistencies around them. So... A guy like Lance Lynn would really, really help them. I mean, You don't think that the Dodgers like, oh, man, the Dodgers are so good, they have no weaknesses. Yeah, and offensively, they don't, but they're starting pitching depth. When Walker Buehler went down with an injury, um, it really showed that they need a little bit of help, and especially some help from a veteran. I mean, the only real veteran in their rotation is Clayton Kershaw. Um, everybody else is still really, really young. Um, so... They could have used that help. Um, I'm surprised the the Rangers didn't jack up the asking price uh, because the Rays and Yankees were confirmed to be in on Lance Lynn. Also, the Padres were looking in on Lance Lynn, but they kind of pulled out after they got their guy, Mike Clevenger of the of the Indians. Um, he was one of the guys who got in trouble for breaking curfew. Um, was really sincere about his apology and, and seemed like. It was okay, and he's been their clear number two starter and like a number two starter in baseball for a while now. We, When we did our crossover episode uh, with Javi Reyes, we talked a little bit about how the Padres have had um, some issues with depth in their starting rotation. They really don't have that many veterans. Um, but, you know, they absolutely went for it. They did a deal with... Um, Seattle as well, they have just been going absolutely nuts on deadline day. They look like the clear, out-in-front winners. Um, The Rays were talking to the Rangers about Lance Lynn. The Yankees were talking. I thought that, you know, John Daniels would be like, hey, uh, Rays, if you don't want to pay this asking price, which I'm sure it was very steep, um, then we'll just go over to your division rival and just go sell him there, and and you'll lose to him in the playoffs, or you will, you know— Get knocked out before you can even get to the Yankees in the playoffs, and vice versa um, to the Yankees. Oh yeah, we'll sell him to the Rays. Who cares? Um, I think it would be more likely that they sell him to the Rays because I'm like 10% sure that most of his greatness this year has come from his beard. And you know, the longer his he might be like Samson in the Bible. You know, the longer his hair gets, except it's his beard, not like his his head hair. um, The longer his beard gets the more strength he has, Um, and if he's asked to shave it like he would be with the Yankees, um, then he might lose all of his power, Um, and I had a lot of Yankees fans balking at the prices that I was asking for for Lance Lynn, Um, not that I'm the GM, but I was asking for some steep prices, like definitely one of their top five prospects, and Yankees fans were like, oh, he's not even that good, he's not nearly as good as he was last year, which my guy Max, love you Max, but He is better than he's been last year. He is a top, bona fide top five pitcher in baseball this year, and he is not even close. He is the mark of consistency. The Yankees have been battered with pitching injuries this year and a lot of injuries that they've suffered. And if they want to make it far in this postseason, then they need a guy like Lance Lynn. They absolutely needed him. The Rays need a guy like Lance Lynn. Every team that's a contender needs a guy like Lance Lynn that is going to get you exactly what you need out of him every single time. Seven innings, right around two, three runs, maybe fewer. He's going to go out there and throw 110 bitches, and his arm's going to be fine because he's big, he's bulky, he's chonk, he can take it. He is a bona fide ace, and you don't get that many of those in baseball. There are not that many of those in baseball, especially guys who have been to the postseason who have won a ring like Lance Lynn, who have significant postseason experience like Lance Lynn. And I just don't get it. Teams are so much more hesitant to give away prospects now. They are way more clinging than they were even three years ago. It is getting ridiculous. Guys like, oh, I want one of the best players in baseball, but I want to part with any of my top five guys. Like, what, are you freaking kidding me? Lance Lynn... It's a steal. He is making $11 million this year that is before all the pro-rated stuff, so it's going to be something like, I don't know, $3 million? I can't do the math off the top of my head, but I know he's making $9 million next year. Will you get him for a full season? You get a season and a half, well, a season and a quarter, plus two postseasons of Lance Lynn. Why would you not pay top dollar to get that? Rings are freaking hard to get. The Yankees have been in the postseason for a lot of years and recently, and they have not made it to the World Series. They haven't won a World Series since 2009. Now, that may seem like, oh, that was just yesterday, but for Yankees, that's been forever. That's absolutely forever in Yankee time. Granted, they've had some really, really good teams. They've been one of the best teams in the the regular season, but they have not been able to get it done in the postseason. The Astros have been taking them out recently, Um, and I'm sure they're sick of it. I'm sure they're absolutely sick of it. And this is the year that they should absolutely go for it. I mean, in the AL, there's really not all that much competition outside of the Rays. Like, it's them and the Rays. Those are the two best teams in baseball. And now the A's are really looking to move in there with this Mike Miner deal. I'm pretty sure he's still going to be a starter. But even if he has some of those dead arm problems, you just move into the bullpen and boom, you've got an absolute bona fide, I guess, ace of a bullpen, um, if you can can call it that, um, who... Basically, it was was part of one of the best bullpens in Major League history when the Royals won that World Series. They had a phenomenal bullpen that year. And Mike Miner was a huge part of it. Now he's a starter, and he's been doing very well the last two seasons. This year, had some issues. I think he can still turn around. um, But, I don't know. Who knows? I think the Rangers got a good haul for him. But I'm still curious about Lance Lynn. I want to know the deals that were floated out before I go all-in on John Daniels. I'm still mad at him. I still think he didn't do nearly as good a job as he could have and probably should have this deadline. But I will give him a slight pass of me going harder in on him than I normally would um, if I knew what those deals were. But we're going to take a quick break. We come back, talk a little bit more about Joey Gallo being here, what that means, and what that kind of means for the Rangers' future. Also, the Rangers talked about trading Rougan Ador and might have had... Something in the works, but it didn't quite work out. We're going to talk about what that means for the Rangers in 2020 um, and look ahead to 2021 because this season is basically in the tank already. Roger this word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., you can Postmate it. Postmates, they're your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service you need all year round. Whatever you're craving, Postmates, they have got your back. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and They offer delivery from all restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores, um, traditional retailers you could possibly ever want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. Other apps, they got a cutoff time. Oh, midnight, sorry. You're up too late, sorry. Postmates doesn't care. They have got your back. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver everything to you. For limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app anything you need anytime you need it postmate it download postmates and save with the code locked on today's episode is also brought to you by indeed can the guinness book of world records give 2020's world's greatest delay of game even though the sports had a break your business didn't you can keep you have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever indeed is here to help indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flex- flexibility over your hiring. You only pay what you need. You can pause your account at any time. There are no long-term contracts. Like sponsored, plus Indeed it provides tool, powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs. They're shown to be three and a half times more likely to hire, of result in a hire. With 75% of online job seekers Visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need. Just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try, out Indeed, try Indeed out with free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com/slash lockedonmlb. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Now, Joey Gallo is still a Texas Ranger. For some of you, that might make you mad. For some of you, it makes you happy. For others of you, you might be feeling confused, conflicted. Ugh. Yeah, Joey Gallo is really good, but this is the time to deal him. This is the time to get the most for him i don't think that's true i really don't think that's true i think john daniels played the trade deadline like i expected him to he had two huge pieces absolutely huge pieces that he could have dealt but he didn't have to deal because he's got him for more time he's got lance lynn next year and he's also got Corey kluber coming back next year which who knows what that looks like he'll also have um Kyle Gibson next year, and then Jordan Lyles is, is also there. I I don't know how I feel about that, but Gibson has been okay. He has been okay. Um, he was more okay as a fourth starter. He's less okay as a third starter, but he is a major league pitcher. He is a starting pitcher. He'll be fine. He will get you through innings, and you kind of need that at this point because some of the guys that the Rangers would want to have in their starting rotation, like, oof, they're either injured in Brock Burke uh, or Joe Palumbo or Colby Allard, who's been given his time and kind of been roughed up a lot. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the heck is going on. I don't know what to expect from this team moving forward. Um, I like that Leodius Severus is going to play every day in center field. I like what I've seen from him so far. You can already see that his defense is Major League Caliber, has been Major League Caliber. His routes are smart. He is fast. Um, he makes great reads. He sees the ball very well in the outfield, knows exactly what he's doing, um, patrols center field like he was born to do it because he absolutely freaking was. He's got a really good arm there, too. Um, and the batting eye. The batting eye is really solid. He makes decent contact. Um, he's still really young, so you, you know the power is not quite there. And that makes sense um, because it's not expected to be there at his age. And, you know, frankly, he was never someone who was projected for much power. But he did hit his first home, major league home run. Congratulations to you, Leody Tavares. An oppo shot nearly 400 feet. Did not see that coming against the Dodgers. But good on him. He hit one. It counts. And it was marvelous. So um, it was literally right after Ronald Guzman came back up and hit his first bomb of the year, which was an absolute tape measure shot, something I'd like to see a lot more from Ronald Guzman. But, you know, I'm going to try not to be too picky. Um I'm trying to see what what John Daniels imagines for this team in the future. Now with Joey Gallo, um, here's kind of the thing that that he, were ask, he was asking for. Jason Stark um, of the Athletic. This is what he said when he talked to a team um, that spoke with the Rangers about Joey Gallo. They said they asked for an outfielder of uh, off the big league club, another big leaguer, and high end prospects. Now, that's that's out or er, not that that's out of line just an indication of what a monster deal it would take for him to move. Um, So I talked to a scout about that exact report, um, and the scout said, if that's the ask, it's almost definitely not happening, which it didn't. Um, And if that's the ask and someone bites, well then goddamn, it'll be a haul. And man, that would have. Um, Really the only teams that were capable of doing something like that um, would be like the Rays. I feel like asking for the major leaguers is a bit much. I feel like you just have to go full-on embrace the tank rebuild. Like, it's just, it's here. It's going to happen unless you go and spend a lot of money this offseason and you really, really hit on the guys you spend money on. Because this offense needs a lot of people. A healthy, Will Calhoun, a healthy Willie Calhoun helps a lot. Um, Nick Solak every day at second base would help quite a bit. IKF at third. Um, I don't know. leodeon center field, meh. But if your outfield is Willie Cahun, The OD and Joey, um, I feel like that's pretty solid. I would feel very comfortable with that as a team that might contend for a wild card spot. Who freaking knows at this point? Um the infield, you're gonna need somebody at first base that's not whoever you have. It's just not working with Guzman and whoever the heck else they keep trying. I don't know about Danny Santana. He's been hurt. Um I believe he is out for the year. Um He's at least out for now. Um, honestly, there's been so many things to keep track of. I have lost track of that. Um, Rugi has been on the IL with an eye infection, which might just mean he just can't see. Um, and Elvis has been dealing with back issues. They will both be back likely this week. Um, so, but Chris Woodward said when they come back, they are the starters because they were signed to be the the answer. So I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you at this point. That answer is uh, just, frankly, unacceptable at this point. They've both been so bad, and I, I like them both. I like them so much, and they've meant so much the Rangers franchise, especially Elvis, especially Elvis. That's one that hurts so much, and um, IKF, if he has a little bit more pop, he's going to make it impossible for him not to be the everyday starting shortstop for the Rangers, but, I mean, I don't predict this this front office to to spend money. I think the ownership is handicapping them. I don't think the ownership gives a crap about, you know, baseball or who's good or whatever, anything really. I don't really think they care about much. Um, but there are some guys to be had there in um, in the offseason. Justin Turner is going to be a free agent. He is 36 years old. Um, Trevor Bauer is there if you want to get him. I don't know how you feel about him. Uh, Jake Odorizzi is 31 um, also some guys who I think you might be able to get for cheaper. Um, JD Martinez, though, he's been really, really good his whole career, made a lot of money this year. Um, I believe, I believe he got a club option for next year. So maybe he might not be, um, actually, no, no, no. I don't think he has, um, an option for next year, but, uh, it seemed like his market value is going to be, um, 23 million, a cl- uh, as attributed to uh, spotrack.com. Um is there. Um, John Carlos Stanton is there. So a lot of DH options. But um Carlos Santana at first base, I think is a real option the Rangers should pursue. They've needed first base help for a while. If you want to go get a guy like Marcelo Zuna to be your DH, he has done very well for Atlanta this year on a one year deal. Um, a guy like Michael Brantley, if you want to go get him, get him, put him in left field. He's a little bit older too, he's thirty-four. Um so, I don't know. Ozuna's is 30. Um, Chu is going to be a free agent. George Springer is there, and I talked about him before. He's going to be 31. I don't know about him. I think if you can get him on a good deal, on a cheap deal, then yeah, you absolutely go get him. Um, Marcus Simeon is a free agent. I don't think the Rangers are going to spend what it takes to get a Marcus Simeon. If they were committed to doing that, then I think they could be close to being a contender. Marcus Simeon might put them over the top because um, they need a lot of offensive help. Uh, Didi Gregorius is a, is a shortstop that is free as well. Um, he is 31. So there are guys to be had out there. There really are. Um, and there are definitely some guys, they would need one starting pitcher, I think, at least, um, maybe two, and then two, maybe three bats. So if the Rangers are going to go out and spend that kind of money, then that's what it would take for them to be contenders. I think if they did get two starting pitchers, um, and two bats, then you could actually consider them contenders. But I don't think they're going to spend what it takes to get that money. They're still going to be cheap about losing money from the pandemic because, you know, it was so hard on them to pay for half their stadium. So, you know, I get it. As a fellow billionaire myself, I totally get it, why you'd want to be conservative about spending money. Honestly, I think that this ownership group is going to sell this team um for a profit like look we built this new stadium um they were probably hoping for the team to be good didn't realize you have to have to actually spend money on good players for a team to be good so that kind of threw a wrench in their plans but maybe they just sell now get it over with you know they have a whole year where they didn't have to pay the full salaries of all these people who they gave out a few contracts to um but i don't know The Rangers are in a weird place. Um, Personally, I'm really happy that Joey Gallo is still here. If Joey Gallo and Lance Lynn were gone, it was going to be really hard for me to motivate myself to watch any Rangers games for the rest of the season, honestly. That's just kind of where I was at this point. Um, It was already tough to watch them with how bad they've been um, and how many struggles they've had and how they're going to have a whole series against the Houston Astros and they're probably going to get their butts kicked, and that's going to suck, and then you're going to hear a lot of crap talking from the Houston Astros. But... You know, that's what happens when you're good and contending from 2010 to 2016 and kind of a little bit in 2017. There's going to be some pain down the road if you want to get good again. You have to be absolutely perfect to stay contending for a whole decade. Like, it's just so incredibly hard. And the Rangers haven't quite been good enough there, you know? They haven't been good enough with their first round picks. They haven't lucked into some guys. They haven't lucked into like a generational star like, um, I don't know Fernando Tatis Jr. or Wander Franco. Like they don't, they don't have that. And they weren't gonna get one of those guys even if they dealt Joey Gallo and Lance Lynn and a few relievers to someone like um, the Rays. Like it would take something stupid to get Wander Franco from them, which sucks. But you know it makes sense because he is the top prospect in baseball and he's really dang good. And a guy like that, I understand holding on to your prospect for. When you got a guy who's like maybe a top 25 prospect in baseball and you're going to hold on to him, I, I understand it more of, of John Daniels saying like, you know what, screw it. Why don't we just go all in on next year if we can actually get some freaking money, sign some smart deals like they've done the last few years, find some pitcher or two that is maybe overlooked and the Rangers can tweak and fix like they did with, with Lynn and Miner. Um, then maybe they got a chance. Um, but they really got to pay for a couple bats. They really, really need to pay for a couple of bats. Guys that are not like, um, not just Todd Frazier. Especially, I love Todd Frazier. Solid for the Rangers this year. Good enough. Did what they asked him to. Um, and even a little bit more at times. The Rangers need more than just Todd Frazier. Unless they want to do some crazy all-in deal, like a trade for, I don't know, Nolan Arenado, like that was speculated about then if they trade for Nolan Arenado and then dish out serious money to sign Marcus Simeon, that, that, that would put them into being a contender. That that's the kind of move that it would take. That's not a likely thing at all. Maybe a 2%, maybe 2% chance that something like that would happen. Even either one of those things, but I don't know. It's busy deadline day, weird day. Happy that Joey Gallo is still a ranger but honestly confused with the direction of this franchise and what John Daniels is going to do moving forward. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be here all week to talk crap on the Astros. Whether the Rangers are winning or losing, at least they didn't cheat by banging on uh, trash cans and, you know, cheat their way to World Series. So they can still be the first team to win a legitimate World Series in the state of Texas. So at least we had that going for us, which is nice. Y'all take care and be good to each other today.